0: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
1: David Ross is with us on the SCORE Hotline, presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. How are you feeling, David?
2: Good. How are you all doing?
1: We are doing really well.
0: These are exciting times. There's a lot to catch up with you on over the last couple of weeks. So the first thing is, I'm following up on a question that you were asked on the pregame show. What's it like to be David Ross right now with all of the things that you're having to juggle and your team with a good shot to make the playoffs?
2: Uh, it's fun. Uh, shoot, this is what you sign up for. Yeah. Um... You know, being able to be in this race down the stretch, and um, you know, trying to figure out every way to, to win ball games. You know, had a rough road trip. Come back. You know, being able to, to sweep uh, Colorado was big, and we get off here. We're in Atlanta now, getting ready to take on uh, you know the best team in baseball, and and then we got to go to Milwaukee and play well as well. So uh, it's fun, man. This is what we want. We want challenges. If we sign up for the challenges. This is this is part of the fun.
1: Justin Steele is on the mound tonight, and we saw him. We saw his struggles sort of snowball on him in the last start. And I wanted to bounce this off of you because I read a really interesting piece by a smart guy in Matthew Trueblood, who made some comparisons between John Lester and Steele as far as what they're trying to do with their stuff and what they have at their disposal. And he said the the difference between what made Lester so special and a borderline Hall of Famer is that in those moments that got tough, he'd get better and he'd get more focused where a young pitcher who is doing great like steel and is, hasn't been in those situations before. If you could distill your experiences with Lester in a way that informed steel in those situations, how would you do it?
2: Um, well, I think part of that is going through the experiences that you get as a player. I, I'm, I'm 100% positive that John Lester was not the same pitcher uh, in his first couple years that he was when I got to catch him. He learned a lot. He had a great leader uh, behind the plate with a ton of experience in Jason Veritek, um and, you know, other catchers that were able to catch him. But navigating and pitching to your strengths and then realizing how to evolve, how to step in the, up in the moments, getting through tough moments, getting out of big jams and big moments, pitching in the playoffs. Pitching on the big stage, all those things are learning experiences that you gain, and that that helps shape your confidence in the moments when things uh, get the toughest.
0: Rossi, walk me through everything that that went on with with Strowman, because when when I, I'm like, all right, he got activated. You had said, yeah, we expect he's going to be back and he's going to help us on the stretch run. He comes back and he comes out of the bullpen, and I'm like. Okay, that's cool. Then, then he is a back-to-back. Back. I'm like, that's badass. And then I said, oh, my God, would he be a choice to be a high-leverage bullpen guy or maybe the closer while you're waiting on Adbert to, to to be himself? And then he gets a start. So what were the conversations like with Stro and the staff on trying to figure out how best Stro can help you guys?
2: Yeah, well, uh, you know, to – your point, um, being short with Albert and Fulmer down in the bullpen, uh, my goal was to, if he was able to come back, first we needed to see what version we were getting. Is he fully healthy, stretched out? You know, he'd just been in Arizona throwing some live BP's. Um, you know, players don't have to go on rehab starts. So knowing, being able to stretch him out and also compete in this race is really, really difficult. Um, so seeing that two-inning start for him, getting him on the bump, um there and him feeling great the next day being back to back uh he came in we weren't planning on using him back to back and then uh he felt really good said he was good to go so um you know that's that that crazy extra inning game we played ended up using him uh so gave him that sunday off uh and then the 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 conversations really are just like okay is it Assad who's been throwing the ball well Um, or Stroh, and we're going to have to piggyback those two if we start Stroh. If we start Stroh, he's probably only got three innings max, probably two plus uh, depending on the pitch count with with how we had used him over the weekend, Um, and I was more comfortable with just going with Assad and having Stroh, to your point, like close out the game or being really high leverage and maximizing his experience and his pitch mix we didn't win a lot of games during that time. And so um, we got him up one day where he got pretty – he got up twice. He got up through just a couple. I think it threw like five. Uh, and then was able to get back up that game. He got fully hot. I was bringing him in if we scored another run. We were down, I think, three at the time. Uh, I was going to bring him uh, – we had a couple runners on. If we score there, I was going to bring him in and try to try to see if we couldn't throw up a zero to, to get to the to, – I think it was the seventh, eighth, and ninth or something like that. Um, and then we didn't end up scoring, so I didn't use him. And I that getting him hot the next day, he was toast. So, um, you know, his body, he knows his body well. When we figured that out and we had the off day coming up, I just said, talk to Tommy, talk to the front office, just said, hey, let's just see if we can lean on him now. He has enough time to rest. Assad will be rested um, for his start. We can piggyback those two. Hopefully we can get five innings. He figured he could go. You know, five and and seventy-ish pitches. Um, you know, I, trying to figure that out and watch how he, you know, maneuvered that day and see how it went. Uh, he only ended up giving us three, but um, you know, that's a that's a start to to him getting stretched back out. Hopefully, we get into this playoff race and he's a starter for. Us. So, I think Assad's been a real weapon, as you saw out of the pen through big innings for us the other day on that start. And we we're able to pick up a win, but uh it was just a back and forth of like what how can we maximize his routine his health and his uh leverage arm uh as we, as each day kind of changed um where he was at and how how much we could stretch him out
0: guys talk about it all the time you like i'll do anything i'm willing to do anything to help this team win what does it mean to you that you actually saw that in practice with stro i'll do back to back i'll come out of the bullpen you need me to start i'll start what does that say about him and and what this team has kind of been about this year?
2: Yeah, I wish yeah, I wish you guys could see some of the some of the underlying stuff that you know I don't really like to talk about, but um, all these guys that we have on this team, they're 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 such competitors. They're such um, you know warriors when they 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 come in with things going on, whether it's health off the field, um, you know things that. You, you know, these guys don't feel healthy probably um, 100% probably the day after they leave spring training. You know, these guys are always dealing with some stuff. And we've got a lot of guys on this team, um, Stro included, that, that want to win, want to compete at a high level, want to be on the big stage and um, take us to the postseason and deep into it.
1: It feels like you guys have been playing playoff games since right before the deadline. Since we talked like yeah, the yeah. like the Talkman catch game, and all of this to quote unquote make the playoffs. The, you're in the playoffs. Like this has been all hands on deck. Whatever we have to do, just get the win. Kind of playoff baseball and the mental toll that that can take on even experienced professional players. What cues do you look for if you walk through the locker room or if you're just leaning on the rail and and talking to guys, what do you look for to know if guys are, are okay
2: mentally? Um, are they being themselves? I think that's the, the main thing about, you know, being around players every single day and you start relationships, whether it's the, you know, the first time you meet them or in spring training with new players and, uh, how are they acting? How are they moving? Um, you know, are they starting to, you know, break things when they get out? And they're normally not the emotional player, or um, do they stop kind of taking day, you know, taking a little bit like, hey, they're not going to do their pregame routine today, and changing just who they are. I start to have conversations like, hey, you know, what's going on? You know, trying to trying to poke and prod a little bit, and just you know, just relationship, just like you two would. Uh, coming in and and you know one guy's having a bad day you can feel that you can feel when a guy's off and something might be going on and um you know whether that's performance based whether that's mental fatigue whether that's mental stuff going on that um people don't want to talk about you just got to kind of try to feel that and and talk through that and try to be there for them if they want to want to need somebody to to lean on or, or talk to.
0: The last three times that we've talked, we've talked about this particular guy, and I'm going to keep talking about it because he keeps coming up with big hits. the The run that Seiya Suzuki has been on for you guys, and it came through again this past weekend uh, in in a moment where you needed to extend a lead, he comes through with an incredible at bat. So now it's it's not just you know the the run that he's been on since you guys like it sat him down, and it's he's having now the best year that he's had as a pro. What do you see as far as the preparation, the, the the way that he goes about his business that's allowed for him to have this type of success?
2: I think the main thing is, like, he's not putting so much pressure on himself. He's having fun. I think, um, I think he's in a good place, um, it has been for a while now. Mechanically, his timing's good. Uh, he, he doesn't seem off balance at all. Um, I think he's navigated the league a little bit you know and and seen what teams are trying to do it to him and talk through it with our hitting guys. They've done a really nice job of uh, talking through you know some teams trying to pound him in and you know throwing some balls up and in at him in, in certain series and trying to get him off his game. He's just stayed really consistent to his approach. Uh, he looks very balanced uh, and the timing uh, within his mechanics looks really clean and I think he's having a a, a good time, fun times, a lot more smiles uh, coming out of him. Um, consistently than, than there were early on in the season, I'd say that. We mentioned Justin Steele
1: tonight, and then as far as the probables that have been published, it's Jamison Tyone and then Marcus Stroman. It's, we're used to seeing Hendricks after Steele. What was the thinking of, of making this slotting change?
2: A matchup-based.
1: Okay. Just that you'd rather – is it for positive reasons that you'd that you'd rather he, – he's been better in, in your estimation against Milwaukee?
2: Uh, he hasn't had a lot of success against Atlanta.
1: Got it. Well, who has? I mean, this, this, this lineup's insane. I mean, the, the, lineup is, it's, it's like the cartoon Bugs Bunny team that he faced. Like every next guy is, 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 amazing.
2: Yeah. They're a really good team. Really good team. Big time power. He's a contact pitcher. Um, you know, these guys hit the ball in the air, Acuna, Olsen, um, you know, they've got, they've got real thump up and down that lineup and. Um, we also there's a there's a there's a you know navigating moving things around to make sure we had our best uh going pushing into the to the postseason and also uh into the postseason so
0: yep I, i'm guessing you don't have to tell guys like what's at stake here but i am curious like what type of messaging you have for them going into this series or this week
2: oh there's no messaging uh, we're at a point where it like there's like, you know, we're we're in the we're in the final two minute uh, drive. The the head coach doesn't call the team together and give them a pep talk, you know, like the the haze in the barn, so to speak. And and we're going out. I'm going to play our baseball. We're going to peed our tails off. These guys are. This is a group that you don't ever have to worry about coming ready to play. Like they they've done that. Like to Dan's point, they've done it for a really long time now. Their backs against the wall you know, losing another game and and everybody getting traded, you know, like really down to the wire, so to speak, um, when it came to the trade deadline. And these guys have been playing intense competitive playoff type baseball for a long, long time. These guys are ready. Uh, We just got to go out and produce. And uh, that's the hardest part in this game is just consistently continue to produce. And um, these guys have done a really nice job uh, that that the last series at home. Hope we can carry that in. Uh, to this road trip and, and get on a nice little sort of roll for the postseason.
1: You're down a couple of third basemen at a, at a tough time in Madrigal and Candelario and meanwhile, I, I had to look at these numbers twice to look at what Patrick Wisdom has done since the All-Star break. I mean, this is monster stuff and I know it's been in limited time, but that's by design that you've been finding favorable matchups and opportunities for him and he produced with a, a 164 WRC plus. I mean, that's really strong and then to see him hit that home run what a story it would be is, you know, if pressed into a need situation after doing what he did for you in April, if he can kind of bookend this season with these kinds of performances, that would be a remarkable sense of timing.
2: Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. We, we, we've got some guys that are just so banged up. And um, I think that's a sign of a good team, right? Nick carried us for a while, played really well. Candy getting traded over, played really, really well to start off, hit some big home runs for us. Um Miles Mastroboni's done a phenomenal job, uh, you know, sitting the bench, not getting any playing time for weeks on end, and has come out and done a really nice job at third base defensively and offensively, uh, and definitely Wiz. Wiz is one of those he's, – he's one of those that I have a, a – you know, one of my favorite players I've got to see, you know, during 2020 going through the, you know, COVID camp and, and being able to join our roster late and then what he did in 21 – um, and playing in 22 he just continues to to grow with us and I watch him grow and f- finding a role communicating we talk through that role what to expect here's what you're going here's what you're going to see here's kind of when you're going to play um, and he's grabbed that and ran with it he's been a big part of our success and I think like I was kind of alluding to good teams it's always somebody stepping up that you're not expecting whether it's PCA going to steal us a big base at some point, or Patrick hitting that home run, which was electric the other day, huge home run um, at home in that that crowd on the last day, and nice to go out uh, our final home regular season game like that, uh, really big home run. But it's always it's going to be somebody, hopefully a different person every single night. You just can't rely on on Cody to carry you or Happer or. Dansby. It's got to be, you know, Jan Gomes has had a great year for us. It's, it's up and down the lineup. Nico's playing spectacularly here in this playoff push. You know, we, we've, we've got a bunch of guys, a deep team, and a deep roster that feels like one man goes down, somebody else is grabbing the reins and running with it.
0: Rossi, good luck, man. Good luck this week. Uh, and I hope that when we talk to you again, we're talking playoff baseball.
2: Uh, I, hope, I hope the same here. Y'all have a great day.